welcome to the edition podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Henry. A couple of weeks ago, I had Dave Hamilton on and I said he was the person largely responsible for you having to put up with me and this show. Well, one of the other people who is in no small part responsible is Brian Chaffin. He's the former editor-in-chief of the Mac Observer, where I worked for a number of years and ran podcasts and did all sorts of things. So he's here as well and you can blame him and throw cabbages at him. Hello, Brian. Hello, Charlotte. It's good to be here. It's been too long. It's nice to hang out again, and we have it a good ex- we have a good excuse to hang out again. Um, because, as we all know, what? not only is early September my birthday, but it is Apple <sighs> event time, isn't it, Brian? It is Apple event time. Happy birthday and happy Apple event time. Well, I get a, yes, I get an Apple event for my birthday, which is really nice. And at that Apple event, we got many things, didn't we, Brian? Many, many mm-hmm. things. And the theme of said Apple event was seemed to be bigger is better. Yeah. Uh, Which is interesting. We can maybe come to that. But obviously this started particularly with the new iPhones. We've got, I'm going to say these wrong, aren't I? We've got the iPhone 14 normal, your standard iPhone 14. They then have the iPhone 14 Plus, which is I I think... It's the first time they've done a big, big one, right? Correct. It is the first time they've done a 6.7 inch version of a standard iPhone, which is um, okay. So they've done that bigger. It's the same features basically as the normal iPhone, but it has a 6.7 inch display. So you can, which has obvious uh, fallout for, which we'll discuss. And then there's the iPhone 14 Pro and the iPhone 14 Pro Max. I'm personally disappointed there isn't an iPhone 14 Pro Max Plus, but maybe Tim Cook is on it. Uh, the one maybe. thing that the one thing that is also noticeable from this timeline is the sad demise of the iPhone Mini. Uh, yeah, but that's been kind of off cycle, right? Well, it has been long rumored that it was basically just not sending that well, which I yeah. find weird. Oh, I guess every- it was the SE that was off cycle. The SE is off cycle, but the iPhone mini, like the 14 mini, say, yeah. 13 mini, the smaller version of the standard iPhone, um, was on cycle, came out with all the other yeah. iPhones of that generation, and has basically never sold that well. Although the small sample size of people I know that have one absolutely love it, and it tends to be men who can use the phone and do just do everything with the phone with one hand. No, I would have thought that people with smaller hands would like it too. You would think that would was also my instinct, but the people I have encountered were not that. Did they have small hands? Did you look? I haven't got that personal, I'll be honest. <laughs> but anyway. Well, I had actually forgotten that thing even existed. So had the, many people. Many. I think that's, yeah. that's why Apple got rid of it. Yes, I yeah. think that's the general issue. That was the general issue. Um, so what did you make of this? And obviously this is a... We talk about media on this show, and the thing I'm interested in is these devices as media creation and media mm. consumption devices. Mm-hmm. Um, the media creation size is particularly interesting to me because I was having a brief look into the world of digital SLR cameras, okay, and basically learned and was not too surprised to learn, if I'm honest, that unless you're going to put relatively serious money into 
buying such a device, the higher end of iPhone for most amateurs and maybe in some professional settings gives you almost as much as you need. I'm sure there are professional photographers screaming at me down their headphones about why I'm wrong. But as I say, I emphasize entry level, um, entry level digital cameras. The iPhone is really, and I guess other ranges of phone, the cameras in phones now are really filling that space in the market quite impressively. The one thing, so I'm not going to argue against that. Wow. I would, I would say that there there are two things you get with a, with a DSLR that you don't get with an iPhone. One is the lenses. Yes. And as good as the yes, lenses yes, are yes. on an iPhone, a changeable lens with a you know big slab of glass and a nice focal length is going to give you a better image. That that is undoubtedly correct. Um, hence why I said entry level and also right. why I emphasize investment of money, because often if you want to buy the kind of lenses that produce the outcomes you were talking about, that is still significant money you're putting in. Yeah, hundreds more. of dollars and more. Correct. For sure. Now, you do get to use those longer because even if you change out the body, you can you can keep using those lenses. But uh, but otherwise, yeah, it's, you're spending a lot more money. The other thing you're getting, and I, I wish everybody could see me now, but the other thing you're getting is the ability to do this. To stick that camera up to your face, lock out all of the world, and look through the viewfinder and see only what your device is capturing, and it could be. Uh, look at me, I'm 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 a little older than you, just a couple months, I think. Yeah. And I grew up with yeah. I did not grow up with with smartphones. Did not grow up taking pictures where I'm looking live through any kind of LCD screen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is a different way of framing when you are reducing your vision to only what you're taking a picture of. Yep. You frame things differently and better, I think. Yeah, I think that is a very interesting point. And again, pro and far more high-level amateur photographers than I could give me a number of reasons why I'm wrong. But look, you and I have spent quite a long time over the years looking apple runs iphone photography competitions and you and i have often admired the work produced in those competitions uh and the you know the imagery that comes out of it uh, and i think it's quite extraordinary the place in the market that these devices now have captured and you know the quality the quality and the capability camera capabilities that people are putting into a quote unquote phone. I mean, it seems these are so, we know these are so much more than phones now, but the, the, this is still called an iPhone, isn't it? So let's go with it. You can make phone calls on it too. But people really care about the cameras. Um, and just actually on the iPhone 14 Pro, it's got two times, I think it's two times zoom on the main camera, three times on the ultra wide camera there's a telephoto camera that's been improved there's a true depth camera uh, they put a photonic engine which they say in, uh, prompts a dramatic increase in quality 
because there's a lot of um, computational power now gone into the camera, what, uh, behind the cameras. It's not just about the lenses and the focal lengths and things like that anymore. Uh, the Pro lineup now features a 48 megapixel main camera with a quad pixel sensor. So, like, this is serious, serious power and technology going behind. Um, you must have played with it as well, and I played with it on my 12 Pro, the kind of Pro Raw video footage as well which is another big thing and the quality you can get out of that is pretty staggering on a video on the videography side the, the, the you i'm sure you remember the, the thing that i forget who said it but the best camera is the one you have with you yes that is and that is the single biggest argument for use for for using an iphone but to your other point like all of these things that apple is doing it's not what Apple is doing with these relatively tiny lenses, the computational photography, all of the ways that they're that they're using uh, the extraordinary processing power that you're carrying around in your pocket to make your photographs look amazing, all of that stuff is making it so close, if in some cases better, especially if it's the only camera you have as to what you can get with even high-end high end DSLRs. It's just, right. It just is. And uh, so I think that is, it's a really quite... It's been building for a while, and it was only when I started doing this research that it really became so clear how true that has become recently. That, you know, if you're a serious wildlife photographer, yeah, you're going to want to spend some money on a DSLR body, a bunch of amazing lenses. And yeah, zoom zoom lenses in particular. I mean, you can't no, beat a right. physical zoom lens. Right. And you and it's very noticeable on an iPhone, like when there's you have a little bit of physical zoom and then the digital zoom, and it is yeah. noticeable. It is noticeable. Um, but it it is pretty staggering. Um, another change they made on the video side is cinematic mode is going to be available in 4K at 30 frames a second and 4K at 24 frames a second. So that cinematic mode thing, which uh, is that thing where you kind of zoom into one thing and then the background goes blurry and you've got that nice focus on the thing at the front of the person at the front of the image or whatever. Um, Exactly. Is just being, again, improved every time they release a new iPhone. Um, are we going to see a blockbuster shot on an iPhone anytime soon, Brian? I'm asking only slightly facetiously. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably. I mean, th- there is. You, at the very least, you're going to see. We're, gonna, we're at some point. We're going to see major releases done on an iPhone. There have already been some movies that were shot on an iPhone just because the person wanted to see if they could do it. Yep. 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 I've seen those. Probably, yeah, we, yeah, we've seen that sort of stuff. Uh, but you know, there's there's uh, I don't know. There are still a lot of things that you can do with a real camera that you can't do with a with an iPhone. But for you and me, See, even then, you just said real camera. I did. I meant it. I I knew what I was saying. Yeah, which is a kind but, of interesting turn of phrase. But for you, it, well, and that's definitely part of my age. But for you and me, and for the vast majority of the people listening, for people that are just going out and creating media, no matter how serious. The iPhone is increasingly everything you would possibly need. Uh, I think that I, I, I'm really coming to that conclusion. I, uh, 
I remember the days of carrying, uh, you know, I had a phone and then you'd carry maybe a digital camera in your bag and maybe also a digital video camera if you're in that world. And it was, you know, we're sounding a bit old here, but, you know, the fact that this is all down into one tiny slab of glass of six point whatever, 6.1 inches is pretty staggering, really, what they're packing into that now. It absolutely is. And I, yeah, so I before we started recording, I mentioned that I was going to get some uh, NFT art printed on glass. Yes, you did. But the reason why I'm so excited about that is because I've printed a bunch of photographs. Now, some of those photographs came from an early digital camera mm-hmm. before the iPhone, like in the mm-hmm. like 2003 or four. Uh, most and a couple of them came from a DSLR. Most of them actually came from an from an iPhone, and they. They look amazing printed on glass. I use fracture me, but I don't fracture dot me. And they, they, they freaking look amazing. And I have a DSLR. I have a DSLR with some really nice lenses and I never take it with me anywhere. I'm like debating whether or not to bring it to England. I'm going to be, by the way, I'm going to be in England. Yeah. We're going to, maybe we'll record an episode of the show in real life, but um, yeah, it, it is, it is. I think lots of people will have made the kind of calculations that I made and you make when traveling or when wanting to purchase something actually is, is it better value for money to spend $1,100 pounds on a very, very high end iPhone than similar money on a camera when you still need a phone? Yeah. When you still need the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I might take it, I might not take it. I, and if I don't take it, I won't if I don't take it, I won't miss it. And if I do take it, I will probably appreciate having having it with me when I do have it yeah, with me. I th- um, you know, if anyone wants to send me a very, very high-end digital SLR camera with some nice lenses so I can be proved wrong, oh, that's please please feel free. You were you were magnanimous in your yeah, you know. So I, I'm I always happy to be proved wrong for some high value swag but um it, it is amazing and these you know i'll just go back to the video a bit quickly as well um there's the pro res there's end to end dolby vision hdr i've already talked about cinematic mode um the the quality of video you're now getting as well as the stills is pretty staggering and that's pretty why i was only yeah. being partly facetious when I asked you if we'll see a blockbuster filmed on an iPhone or some mm. iPhones. Um, so that will be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this develops. I, I mean, there, there is a point, of course, where you're... Does the hum, does that regular human eye and regular human user even start to notice the difference of what... No, most of us, no. Most of us, no way. For For... I mean, most there's a couple aspects of this, Charlotte. One is all the things that we've been talking about, and but also look look what's happening on TikTok and yeah. and, and Instagram Reels. The yeah. quality of the stuff that these that these kids are making with their phones. Yep. Uh, do you remember? I don't. Uh, the you may be too young for this, but um, there was this whole thing about how fighter pilots who played Nintendo, like when yeah. the Nintendo generation started growing up, they made better fighter pilots. I have read this, yeah, pre- because they had the better um, reaction times and they were used yeah. to reaction times and stuff. Yes, I do, I do remember these studies. So, like, there's going to be something similar, I think, 
mm. as this TikTok generation grows up to become professional filmmakers and, and videographers, right? And they have all of these skills that they are bringing with them long before they get to school. And yeah, and, and it's completely normal to them. To them, yes. Like, they don't have to, you know, they don't need to do courses and whatever else in learning how to shoot film because they've been doing it since they were 12 years old. And I've seen some really innovative stuff. Yep, me too. Really, but really innovative stuff. I've said this whenever we've had discussed TikTok as an episode on this show, that, you know, yeah, there's still the, the fun dancey things and the silly, just like quite funny talking to camera stuff. But there's also really like cleverly, tightly scripted little skits and character developments over a number of videos and all well, sorts of things. I'm thinking even even like some of the dancing videos, yep. the the shots that are that are filmed and edited together in some cases, um, and the, the the angles that they're that they're that they're learning how to do. The uh, there's a this one dancer in um, L.A. She does a lot of things where her movements are being timed with the person who's got the camera. So mm -hmm. so the, like. It is clever, clever stuff. Yeah, also, and these folks are going to grow up. Also, let's be clear: this—they're also editing this stuff very tightly. Yeah, yes. I, I assume on their phones. In yeah, most, most of them are a hundred times the editor I am. Oh, and just using a phone. I'm assuming in most cases of what you watch on TikTok. Probably. It's it's a really important point, and it's definitely uh, a thing to keep an eye out for. Is kind of the years go because people think it's just about influencer culture and that kind of thing and that's a big part of it but i think your point about uh what the next generation or the incoming generation of filmmakers might bring is a very very interesting one and the iphone is a let's be clear a huge part of that story not it's a huge part that, of it yeah not not this new iphone but the previous generations and of iphone um Let's talk a little bit about media consumption as well. We hinted at the bigger screen size. Surely that is part of it so people can watch video and read more on their phone more comfortably, or certain people can. Um, hold on. Uh, there's some kids on my lawn, and I need to go <laughs> get them off of it because those I, – I am – I own a 13 Pro. I've owned all the Pro models. Mm -hmm. I consume the vast majority of my media on my iPad first and then a Mac. Like for me, a phone's too small. But for young people, a phone is what you got. I happen to agree with you. I If there's a, say, an article I really want to read, I still send it over to my iPad. Yeah. Uh, if there's a video I want to watch, I'll probably watch it on my Mac. Maybe even the TV depends how I'm feeling, you know, what it is and how I'm feeling. Um, and yeah, if I'm traveling or whatever, it would be on the iPad. But for but, a whole lot of people. But, but, but we, I suspect, are still a bit in a minority on that case. Um, I think definitely for those are younger than us, the, the phone is everything. And so maybe this... The 6.7 inch is for the, uh, as I'm saying that, I'm wondering who actually is that iPhone plus aimed at? Well, that's a good question. It's uh, 
my guess would be that Apple found there were some people not w- willing to pay the price of the Pro who still wanted the larger device, right? That makes seems, sense. Yeah, seems yeah. pretty obvious. I guess yeah. I don't have any direct evidence of this other than the fact that that's what Apple did. Sure. And having got re- rid- and got rid of the smaller one at the same time. Right so. now, to be fair though, Apple also thought that there was market demand for the small one, and apparently they were wrong. So I guess it remains yeah. to be seen whether or not people are going to buy the Plus versus the Pro Max. Mm-hmm. But I it wouldn't surprise me if the Plus ended up being a pretty good seller. We did say that about the Mini, though. Mm, did we? I think so. Do you think anyone will remember? No, it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would also make the assumption that someone will go, well, I don't want to buy the spend the price of the pro or pro max i don't certainly don't need the all the features and but i want a bit slightly bigger screen so i'm gonna go iphone plus i'm also pleased of course given the nature of this show that there is yet another product in the world called something plus (laughs) because i don't think we have enough of no, those products. We, we haven't we haven't quite reached uh, peak plus. So I'm damn that's what I should have called this show. Peak plus. Um but I <laughs> I I think uh, yeah, I I'm pleased that we've got another plus out in the world and I suspect it is going to be popular. Um I don't know if this constitutes the world of media, but I'm kind of interested in it. This dynamic island which mm. is like if you look at your phone you have an iphone there's the little notch bit at the top they've kind of got rid of the notch but are incorporating stuff dynamically as the name suggests on the screen it's now part of the user interface um and it changes and you can adjust things and answer calls and conduct some functionality and like change the volume and stuff um through through the what they're calling dynamic island it's, you can interact with activities, alerts, and notifications on it. It looks pretty cool. I'll be interested to see it in real life. Same. Uh, do you remember when the notch was coming? Um, like there was all this kerfuffle over like, oh my God, the notch is just terrible and blah, 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 blah. I mean, blah, I've blah. only just recovered from the notch wars, so let's not go... Let's well, we live that too greatly. My, my point at the time, and I, I'm think that you agreed at the time was that no one's going to care about the notch about two days after it's released. And that's essentially what happened. I, think, I Yes, I did agree with that. I do not ever look at my notch and think about it anymore. Nope. So that said, having an extra, what, probably five pixels above the black space is probably not that useful. But what I thought it was neat about the island is that it it looks cool. It certainly looks cool. Uh, I will be interested if people uh, actually integrate it into their real-life workflows or it's just a thing that Apple nerds know about. Um, But it's definitely going to be a part of how you consume media or could be a part of how you consume media on your iPhone because you can adjust things like your headphone volume using the Dynamic Mm. Island. Mm. Um, I wonder if... Awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, if you look... It looks like, or you can certainly check like the battery of the AirPods and stuff. 
uh, yeah, I mean, one of the images Apple released has the dynamic island with the AirPods it logo on it, and it look, you know. So I don't know if you can actually slide up, but you can certainly see like the battery life and all those kind of things through the dynamic island. Um, yeah, so I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how what it does, and I also assume that if it kind of proves to have some lasting value, Apple will build more and more features into it. Well, or it could become a you know one of those many things that Apple just sort of releases and abandons. Oh, there's always that possibility. Yes, there's you know. Always... Here's the interesting thing about the dynamic island. It, it you mentioned that it expands, right? It changes shape. It, yeah, it does. Yeah, according to its its current need. Uh, yeah, and, and if you tap, press it and whatever. But the spot where that's covering up the lenses, yes, is never used. <laughs> so essentially, what's happened is that the notch has gotten a lot bigger, but it's dynamic. And the there is still dead space there that's not going to be used for anything. So that, I don't know, that's that's interesting to me. Are you saying Apple has created a cool design so we all stop whinging about stuff? Yes. That does not sound like Apple to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, all that said, I'm actually kind of, I'm interested in seeing it. Oh, what about, wait a minute, though. I'm not getting one of these. I might have to get one. What, the 14 Pro? It's only it's on yeah. the Pro models only, isn't it, if I remember it, right? Yeah, it's the 14 Pro. Gosh darn it. I was going to skip this one since oh, I'm no, not covering got, Apple as Wow, my coming on this living. show just cost Brian a lot of money. Oh, thanks, Charlotte. Oh, my. Hey, you've done it to me many a time. Oh, that's fair enough. You're welcome. Um, while we're talking about consuming media and the new stuff, we finally got our upgrade to the AirPods Pro. Mm, yes. Uh, now, ha- after many years of futile resistance, I did get some AirPods, AirPods Pro. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, you were saying how you didn't want them, and then you got them, and then you loved them. And I, then I was saying, this is the really cool part, Charlotte, because I was saying, once you get it, you're going to love it. And you're like, no, I win. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it turned out I was right. It's possible this is a thing that happened. <laughs> it is possible. But you got the pro, right? You didn't get I the I did get the pro, yeah, because I like the I did not like the longer dangly bits. I have earrings, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I like I love the AirPods Pro, absolutely. Uh, I've always been actually pretty impressed with active noise cancellation. You know, it works uh, on like the London Underground, which mm. is pretty impressive. Uh, so when they say they've got new active, they've upgraded the active noise cancellation as well as transparency mode, uh, I'm really intrigued to see how good that can possibly be because I mm-hmm. think it's pretty good already if you've got that if you've got the headphones fitting properly. Mm-hmm. Um, one feature I really like this is just a silly thing. There's new touch control for media playback, so you can actually adjust the volume on the stem of the of the airpods pro themselves as opposed to like touching your phone or if you've got an apple watch you can often adjust the volume using your apple watch um which i think is pretty cool a nice little addition isn't it it is a nice uh, it is a nice addition um this was if you have airpods pro you don't need to get these i agree with that i absolutely like i'm not keying around the block to to buy a new set of airpods pro but um, 
something terrible to happen to my current AirPods Pro, I would definitely go and buy these. And be happy about it. And be happy to own these headphones, although be sad at the sad demise of my previous ones. Yes. So I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, do you think this is a bit of a transitory upgrade, actually, or do you think this is going to be a meaningful one? Do you think it's going to be a bit like the iPhone, where you really only need to skip alternative generations? I do. You, do you, does it sound like I'm distracted at all? Because I was just ordering a pair of new AirPods Pro for for my trip. Oh, Brian. You literally so, just said I don't feel the need to go and get them. Uh, did I say that about the AirPods Pro? I think I said that about the iPhone. Oh, Brian. Did you I say think, that about you, the... So you think that this degree, the AirPods Pro are a big enough upgrade to go from... No, new... no, 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 no. If you got the current AirPods Pro, you don't need the new ones. So why have you just bought a pair? Um, Because I'm making a trip. I'd like my. I'm really pleased that my listeners are getting an insight into what I had to put with <laughs> for so many years. Uh, I, the, you literally just said while I was recording, if you don't have, if you have yeah, the you current don't. generation AirPods Pro, you don't need to buy the new one. You ones, don't need to buy the and new you ones. sat there on this show buying a new pair of AirPods Pro. Well, I meant, but to be fair, I meant to do it. I meant to do it on Friday. I'd like my listeners to know that does not make it better. I would like my listeners to say this is also one of the about only two or three people in the whole world who I know that have the AirPods Max. Yes, I do have the AirPods Max. Yeah. I'm also taking those on my trip, but I'm taking those for the plane. Okay, you're on. I the, my case. The 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 AirPods Pro are for use mm-hmm. off the plane. Mm-hmm. 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 So they're supposed to be here on the 23rd. Let's not start. I've seen too much discourse around delivery dates. Let's not get involved in that. I, I do instead want to have a quick chat about the Apple Watch. Okay. And also about what you no longer need the Apple Watch for, which is for Apple Fitness Plus. Basically, oh, Apple right. Fitness Plus used to only work with the Apple Watch. And now, quite sensibly, in my opinion, Apple are opening up Apple Fitness Plus to anyone with an Apple uh, iPhone, Apple TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's quite clever, really. And also they released a new Apple Watch SE, which I'm kind of interested in because I own the original SE. Yeah, they, they, I had not even, honestly, I'd not even, I'd forgotten that you had to have a watch to get Apple Fitness Plus. So you, you couldn't just watch it. If you didn't own, if you didn't own an Apple Watch, you couldn't just watch the, 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 the exercise programs. No, I, you, so I thought you thought could. you could because I was a bit surprised when I saw this because there is an option. Like when I've not had my watch on and I've wanted to use stuff within Fitness Plus, it says continue without a watch. But there is no, the whole point of Fitness Plus is that it is a service designed for the Apple Watch. Yes, yeah, it was designed around the metrics that your watch can Correct. get f- from you as you're doing it, right? So yeah, opening it up to other people is is wise if yeah. i mean wise i i think so i think it you know i've talked about this obviously in terms of tv plus and even news and things like that but it's just another example isn't it of how apple is taking services very 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 seriously mm-hmm. yeah because they make a lot of money from it because they're now making serious money 
on it when everyone on the times when people are not buying an iPhone every year. But you had mentioned uh, talking about the watch as a consumption device, as a media consumption device. Well, you put this to me. You um, and I was interested to hear what your thoughts are. Well, one thing I hate is when the music player pops up on my watch when I'm doing stuff around the house and I've got something playing on my AirPods. Excuse me, my uh, what are they called? The, the HomePods, uh, yeah. Thank you, HomePods. And uh, I'll look down at my watch Apple because. Speakers. I'm trying to like time an espresso shot or something and the sure. media players come up and it's super annoying. Yeah. But being able to sheen around with it playing music from your watch, especially if you're going through AirPods or AirPods Pro or even AirPods Pro Max is very convenient. Uh, there's loads of stuff I love about how you can control the media using your the media you're listening to uh, normally with the Apple Watch instead of fiddling around for your phone or whatever or talking to to the S lady. Um, but they've gone the as I mentioned at the top of the show the theme of the whole event seemed to be bigger is better. We've got the Apple Watch Ultra. I would which is um you know a big big Apple Watch designed for kind of people who are hiking and climbing yeah so i suspect media consumption is not the main thing they're concerned Mm-mm. with those people are concerned with um they're not like you and i brian they do actually do stuff as opposed to sit around watching tv all day and talking about it no is that is that where you have that what do you have that thing it's it's bright it's bright yeah it's like it's a light bulb the, brian you live in san jose it's called the sun the sun right i've heard about this <laughs> you live in california man come on <laughs> Um, but the kind of normal Apple watches are still have a part to play in that media consumption area, don't they? In terms of, uh, like we've talked about the volume control, things like that. I wonder if we're going to start getting better things of, around, like how you can look at photographs and things like that, which is still, it's okay on the Apple watch, but it's not great. It's not great. It's never going to be. I I don't think it'll ever be great. Okay, fair enough. Not not with the not until we have some other kind of form factor. Like if Apple could do any kind of projective display, projecting Mm -hmm. display, yeah, that the Apple Watch could become more of a consumption device. But you know, as it is, for me, it is like an alert that I want to go look at something on my phone or my iPad. Yep, yep. Um, mostly, yeah, I, I do use it for Apple Fitness Plus. Um, and I, you can, of course, set up video and photos and use the Apple Watch as the the trigger for your Yeah, as a trigger, camera, that's great. Which is also a really useful extra kind of thing. So you can have a camera set up on a tripod or whatever and then use your watch to start the recording. And I know it's not quite media, but I've taken a lot of phone calls on my watch. Sure, 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 sure. So I, that's, I, very, yeah. that's very useful. It's, it's very useful. Um, I mean, you never know. It might be the Hollywood agent finally calling you, so it could be media. Could be. Could be. Um, but yeah, that's kind of... We did think, because of the name of the device, what was it of the event? It was Far Out or something, wasn't it? The Apple event. I think so, yeah. Um, that There was going to be some AR, VR stuff going on. Yeah. Wasn't really. There was not. We didn't see, like, goggles. 
No, Ooh. definitely not. But Apple's not going to announce those at an iPhone event. That's going to be a separate event. You would assume so. I think that's absolutely right. Um, but we didn't even see, for example, like huge upgrades to AR capabilities within the phone themselves. Yeah. Yeah, we need the we need those glasses slash goggles. We need we need the we need the viewing thing. I think for Apple to spend so like most of the stuff is either coming at a software event like uh, WWDC, yeah. or it's going to waiting for waiting for some kind of eyewear. I think they'll do if they're launching AR VR goggles. We'll see that as a separate standalone event. Yeah, because they want to make such a big deal of it. So it, there's a lot. There was a lot to pack in there. Um, thank you very much for joining me, Brian. Where can people keep up with you now that neither of us cause trouble together? Um, I am on Twitter at GeekTells. It's T-E-L-L-S. You can find my neglected blog at GeekTells.com. And then Instagram, guess what? GeekTells. Nice. I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on the Twitter. If you are listening to this in your podcast app, well, you know where to find me already. Um, but if you're listening to it through Substack and you want to add it to the you know, Apple Podcast app, Spotify, we're on all of them. So just have a look for the edition or the edition Charlotte Henry and you will find me. If you only listen to the podcast and haven't yet signed up for the newsletter, please do at theedition.substack.com. I would love to have you over there. But thank you very much for listening and I'll see you all next time. Thank you.